Over 50,000 confirmed coronavirus cases and has Trump had enough of Dr. Fauci and much more here on the Sons of Liberty podcast. All right, guys, welcome to the Sons of Liberty podcast. As always, I'm Ethan Foster, your host here today with a bunch of chaos going on, just pure chaos going on with our politics. And it, it it's crazy, honestly, and it's honestly driving me nuts. And there's some things I'm not going to talk about just because I will get very angry very quickly. Uh, but first, I wanted to give you an update on the coronavirus death count. Uh, well, uh, case count in general. So more than 400,000 people worldwide, including more than 50,000 people in the U.S., have been infected with the new coronavirus, and the number of deaths from the outbreak continues to rise, as expected, folks. Guys, no reason to panic, but we do need to take the proper precautions to make sure that it doesn't uh, spread too fast. we got to bend the curve, essentially, make sure that... Um, Make sure that uh, people don't get affected too, infected too fast because there's about a 20% hospitalization rate and that will completely overthrow our hospitals and that will lead to a lot more deaths than necessary and, well, not necessary, but then would happen if we were to slow this down enough. Now, um, I was looking at CNN and if the article will load, there we go, and now I just reloaded it. That, that's lovely. Um... Technical difficulties. All right. Has Donald Trump had enough of Anthony Fauci? So, as you know, Dr. Fauci is like America's doctor right now. I mean, we all listen to him. Uh, he kind of comforts us in a way because he knows what he's talking about. He's been in the medical field for so long. We Americans kind of just trust him. So reading the article, in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic, Anthony Fauci has rapidly become America's security blanket. The head of the National In Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, Fauci's blunt fact-based approach to the crisis as a member of President Donald Trump's coronavirus task, task force has been refreshing alternative to um, the president's tendency to exaggerate and bluster in the now daily press conferences on the virus and its spread. But the signs are everywhere that you look at Fauci's days as a high-profile member of the task force may well be numbered. Let's start here. We know that Trump doesn't like any star to shine brighter than his. The more TV you do, the more press writes positive things about you. The more Trump begins to turn on you. Trust me, Trump is un, uh, uniquely aware of Fauci's star status. Okay, really, why are we... Why are we having this discussion right now? It, it drives me nuts because this is a time when Americans need to unite. This is a time when Americans should back the president and guide the president and support the president. But instead, we are trying to split um, Dr. Fauci and President Trump. Now, do I know what's going on between the two? No, and I personally do not care. It's not my problem to think about. Let the two settle what they're going to settle. That's my advice on it. But CNN, of course, and I know Fox News does this when it comes to Democrats. What CNN does is they try and spin it. They try and take Trump's ego and say that he's going to try and push Dr. Fauci out because of his, because he's getting um, 
the star moment, essentially. And if Trump actually does that, he will lose the election. And I would want him to for being so arrogant. But I don't th- I don't think Trump's dumb enough to do that. I mean, really. But um it, this is as um crazy. I'm not I'm not gonna uh deal with it any longer. But um someone just asked me on my Instagram, uh, why do you only talk about politics? Well, why do I always talk about politics? Uh I don't know. Because people need to know what they're talking about. I mean, essentially. That's about it. And uh, continuing on, our last story of the day, Trump seeks to reopen large sections of the U.S. by Easter, clashing with experts. Again, Trump just needs to shut up for a bit and let um, his advisors and the doctors take control of this situation. So it reads, Trump is aiming to reopen large sections of the country by Easter, he told reporters on Tuesday, as officials advise anyone who has recently left the New York to self-quarantine for two weeks. The U.S. president has put himself on collision course with his own health experts by floating a deadline for firing up the economy, claiming without evidence that the current shutdown will cause more deaths than the coronavirus itself. I hope we can do this by Easter, President Trump told reporters at an unusually brisk White House briefing. I think that uh, would be a great thing for our country. Asked if that time, if that timeline, April 12th, was realistic, he replied, we're going to look at it. Okay, what's the problem with that? Uh, I do not understand why everybody takes wide swaths of what the president says and condenses them into one or two lines and then takes it out of context. He said, well, look at it. That's what you're supposed to do. Look at the current situation and see if you can... Um, if you can reopen the economy, because this will destroy the American economic system. Now, it is necessary as of right now, but there is, we will get to the point where the government will run out of money. We will not be able to support these people, and the country will ultimately collapse in the economic system. So, yes, we need to be looking at when we can reopen the economy. I think the president needs to be smarter with his words. So continuing on, the president, known for his love of media skeptical, oh, here we go, and he picked Easter because, uh, I just lost my place, oh dear lord, he picked Easter because I thought it would, it was a, uh, a beautiful time, a beautiful timeline, it's a great day, adding it was based on certain levels of weeks from the time we started, and it happened, actually we're thinking sooner. I'd love to see it come even sooner, don't we all? Uh, my advice to the president, although he will never listen to this podcast probably, um, is that we he needs to just listen to his advisors and not contradict them. If I were him, he should have stepped back and let the doctors, let the advisors take control of the current situation and... He does what and says whatever uh, they tell him. Put him on a teleprompter, for God's sake. Please, just put him on a teleprompter. Like, on his State of the Union addresses, he sounds wonderful. But when he doesn't have the teleprompter, he goes on, Well, we'll open up the economy, uh, maybe by Easter. And you know what? The problem is, he he mentions that we're going to look at it. 
But see, the media here doesn't want to hear that part. They just want to take him out of context. So why doesn't Trump just realize this and just shuts his mouth so we don't have a problem? That's all he has to do. And stop tweeting. For the love of God, stop tweeting. It's crazy. Just stop. I, I, it just, I don't even know. It just drives me crazy uh, that we can't deal with this situation civilly. Trump, shut up. Media, stop spinning up his words. It's simple. It is um simple uh, to do. So I'm going to look something up really quickly. I forgot to prepare this before I started. But uh, there is a huge $2 trillion spending bill, if I remember correctly. And I'm getting my news from Yahoo Finance on this. Um, and it says, Senators are negotiating the final sticking points in a roughly $2 trillion stimulus bill to help the U.S. economy get through the coronavirus pandemic. Majority Leader Mitch McConnell criticized Democrats for blocking two procedural votes that pushed back the enti- the timeline for passing the relief package. And I would criticize them, too. They spent all weekend, Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell, for example. Let's just pick those two, Senator Democrat and Republican. They spent the whole weekend working on this using bipartisan uh, agendas. And then Nancy Pelosi steps in and says, no, 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 no. Let's try and put our leftist policies into this bill. That's exactly what she did. And here we are. We don't have the votes to pass it. So Americans are suffering because of that. And they are just taking up time and time and time and time. So it continues on. Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin has been meeting with... Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer to resolve Democrats' complaints about the Republican legislation. Speaker Nancy Pelosi, meanwhile, has introduced a counterproposal from the House Democrats that adds up to $2.5 trillion. Senate bill, best option for GOP, um, Scalise says, uh, at 6.32 p.m. I don't know why it has to tell me the time, but um, top House um, Republican vote counter Steve Scalise told his Whip Team Tuesday that the best option for the GOP in that chamber is to accept a Senate-passed economic stimulus bill, according to Scalise spokeswoman Lauren Fine. Scalise emphasized that time is of the essence and that the alternative bill proposed by Pelosi is not serious. And that is completely true. It is not serious at all. If you guys have never watched... um. Ben Shapiro at the Daily Wire. Go watch him. He breaks this down pretty um, pretty cool. And I'm not going to repeat him because I don't want to be wrong with what he says. But he breaks this down very basically and shows you some of the bullcrap they're trying to put in here. And I think that's where we will end. Thank you guys for listening to the Sons of Liberty podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Share with your friends, families, neighbors through your phone. Do not go and see them. Stay in quarantine. Do what is right. Stay safe, guys. I am praying for you. Go check out my other podcast, Common Sense Christianity. Until next time, I'm Ethan Foster here with the Sons of Liberty podcast.